Welcome everybody to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. Today we are talking about Diablo 4. Develop. Wait a while and listen. Oh, <laughs> that was, I shouldn't have, do that again. Stay a while and listen. Uh, developed by Blizzard Team 3, Blizzard Albany, published by Blizzard Entertainment. Uh, Caleb. Chris. So I I played Diablo 1 for a little bit on PC when it first came oh, out. I, I dumped way too many hours into it. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I didn't feel it had a ton of like variety for me. The animations were janky. I wasn't a fan. And this is ironic coming from me who fucking loves a PS1 game. Um, and I just really couldn't get into it. I didn't have good enough hardware to play Diablo 2 or any of its expansions at okay. the time. Okay. So I never even got to play that one that much. But holy shit, man, I will tell you, when Diablo 3 came to X, Xbox, baby, I played the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, um, I have uh, a best friend. Uh, his name's Kevin. Growing up, I his family owned a computer store, so like he had the ability to have some really good computers and equipment and everything, right? And mind you, this was a time period where like every three to six months in order to play some of the latest and greatest games, you needed to upgrade your computer. Mm -hmm. Like it was an expensive, expensive hobby. Well, that's partly why I stopped in being into PC gaming is because yeah. it was, I was too young and it was too expensive, too and, expensive. and my family didn't have the money to keep yeah. updated with PC components that you needed. Yeah. To, like to play a, these games. a game would come out and it's like, Nope, you need the graphics card that just came out a week ago. Yeah to to play this exactly i remember that a lot and that, yeah and, and and luckily like and i'm not saying that he always had the latest and greatest components but we were able to basically keep up with it and, mm -hmm. and granted like me and him worked at the computer store to earn the money yeah. for these parts <laughs> but we were lucky enough that we got them at like wholesale prices because of what his family did yeah um but yeah, and so like I, I ended up playing Diablo over at his house, and mind you, the original Diablo was like one of the first games on PC gaming that you could play cooperative. Mm. So we landlined that <laughs> shit, and, and we would we played that stuff constantly, constantly. I dumped way too many hours into it, and I loved it. Um, because for me, it wasn't so much like the graphics or the gameplay or everything. This it, literally, it was a game that you could play with the click of your mouse. Yeah. You didn't need a keyboard. As long as you had a mouse, you could play all of Diablo one perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, excuse me. Sorry. So like going through that, I, I just had a bunch of fun because every time I ran through those dungeons, I found something else yeah. or something new. Or a further piece of the mythos. Because it wasn't like um, Diablo 2, 3, or even 4 for that matter. Every time you ran through those dungeons, it was something different. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't Every time you ran through it, you didn't always encounter the butcher. Yeah. You didn't always get the, uh, uh, the corrupted priest quest. You didn't always find the coward goat. Goat man. Mm -hmm. You know, like... It, it mixed and matched it. So you would always have some sort of variety in it. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, it was just playing through it going like, okay, what am I going to encounter this time as I go through the dungeons yeah. and everything like that. And then there were certain quests that I'm like, Oh God, yes, I got this one again. I really love this quest. Mm -hmm. It's super fun. Right. And those kind of things. So like I, I 
knew a lot of the mythos behind Diablo one. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when Diablo two came out, of course we were stoked about it. So we jumped into that and we were playing through that a lot. And like at the time we, I remember being like, Oh my God, this is really cool. Like every time we play through it, we're always going to hit these certain quests. Yeah. We're not always going to get the same mythos, but we're always going to hit these quests. Right. And then when Diablo three came out, uh, I was just I like, I was super excited about it. Super excited mm. about it. Cause it's not like when these games came out, it was like one after another, after another, we're talking years apart from each other. Yeah. Right. And so when Diablo three came out, I, I was all about it. I pre-ordered it. I updated my laptop. I bought a brand new laptop mm. so that I could play Diablo three. Um, because I am, I, I've, I've been always been a huge Diablo fan and like in between this, I actually read some of the novels and, and some of that stuff. Like yeah. I haven't read all of them. I'm not a hundred percent proficient in the, the mythos of Diablo and Saint yeah. sanctuary and all that stuff. Um, but like, I was super excited about it and everything. And even when that one kind of ended, I was like, Oh man, this really sucks. Like, mm-hmm are they going to do another one? So when they announced like we're doing Diablo four and we're going back to the darkness because that, that was it like Diablo one. It was dark because it needed to be dark to cover up some of the stuff. Right. Right. Like Diablo two was gory and dark. Diablo three was a lot brighter. It really was a lot more colorful. You go to heaven in a level. (laughs) Yeah. They toned down some of the violence Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, so they're like, we're going back to our roots, baby. And I was like, fuck yeah. Next time, baby. And I remember seeing the trailer for it and, and just watching the trailer and like Lilith emerging. Ugh. And I'm just like, shut up and take my money. Right. Shut up and take my money right now. Dude, that, so hard. that intro cut scene. Oh my God. I've watched that thing like probably 10 or 15 times yeah i mean so good it it you know what it reminds me a lot of have you watched any of that love sex and robots show on netflix no i I, i'm kind of tossing back and forth on it but i haven't so i will be perfectly honest with you a lot of the earlier seasons are much better yeah the the newest one that had just come out um season three i believe it is there's like less good ones Mm -hmm. but there's one about cthulhu Okay. And it is like the same kind of vibe, vibe. Like the same kind of uneasy feeling. Yeah. And I love that in my yeah. storytelling. Yeah. Like I love when stories are dark and unnerving and, you know, they make you get goosebumps and the hair stands on the back of your head. Yeah. And that's what that, that whole, this whole intro sequence to this game, it's what it feels like. It's yeah. like they're being chased by monsters. They're holding them off. Then you get in there and like, you just know something is off. You know, you're not supposed to be there. Shit starts getting weird. Yeah. And then just how everything unfolds. Oh, I get, I get goosebumps just talking about it. I know it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And I gotta say like, like, this is one thing that I've always respected about Blizzard, mm-hmm. right? Their videos, their movies are always fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when Diablo 2 re- released their opening cinematic as their trailer, yeah. right? And I'm watching that going just like, holy shit. Like, look how good this looks. Now, you would watch it now and be like, oh, yeah. But at the time, I'm like. This is fucking phenomenal. And like, and it's, 
it's creepy. Like you have this hooded man wandering into a tavern. This guy fucking stoned off his ass as he's watching monsters and fire spring up out of nowhere, fucking ripping people to shreds. Like, yes, I holy shit. Yes. I, I will never forget the intro for star uh, Starcraft. Oh yeah. Because it's the guy, it's the Marine in the trench and yeah. all the Zerglings are, are kind of coming up behind him. He's fighting him off. The other guy shows up, the big ship comes overhead and he's like, Oh, it's our air support. And then you cut to them and he's like, Nope, we're out of here. And you see him take off and you just see that guy alone in that trench and the swarm of Zergs coming from every yeah. direction, like fucking mm, chef's kiss. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah I love yeah, it. it. I is. love it. They're, they are amazing with that shit. So like, of course I was like, pumped right i was pumped for this game i was also very confused yeah <laughs> because i'm just kind of like like when is this gonna take place yeah. Where like how are they gonna do this i'm like i'm so confused because of the storyline of things like is this taking place before the very first diablo is this taking place after all of the diablos like what is going on here and when are they gonna do like i i my curiosity was what fueled me more and more than anything else, because I'm like, how are they going to do another game? Yeah. Given the way that two and three ended, like, how are they going to do another game? You know? So, but I was, I was hyped. I was pumped. I was super excited about it. You know, mm -hmm. I've always loved Diablo and I it, like it, it just, yeah. Okay. I, so, Enough about the good stuff. Let's go. <laughs> so spoiler free. Um, I felt the game was too short. Okay. I didn't enjoy playing. I, I, I have three characters. I didn't thoroughly enjoy playing any of them. I'm not a fan of a lot of the levels. Mm -hmm. The open worldy aspect of it did nothing for me. There are on the character that I beat the game with, there are plenty of places all over the map that I haven't explored. Mm -hmm. And I have no desire really to go back in and play. And I like have the option to play with people. Yeah. And that is not even enough for me to like want to go not back. Enough to no. Draw you back right. in. I beat Diablo three, like at least three times. Cause I had the demon hunter mm -hmm. class. I had a sorcerer class. I had a paladin that I was playing mm -hmm. and that uh, I preferred Diablo three more than I liked Diablo four. I'm like, I basically, I, the other day I went in cause I was like, I should probably keep playing this a little bit more. Didn't have it in me immediately removed it from my heart. I put it on the external in case I want to go back to it or yeah. somebody wants yeah, to yeah, play, yeah. but I immediately deleted it off, moved it from my Xbox into my external hard drive because I was like, I really have no desire to go back into this anymore. Like I'm just not having fun. I don't feel as awesome yeah. as I yeah. did in D3. So I'm <clears throat> sitting on a little bit different of a bench than you. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I, to me, it is very reminiscent of like the first two Diablo games, yeah. Uh, which I have no problem with. Like, I I, I actually greatly enjoy it. Um, I have, I, I played the beta. I played the beta. Oh, yeah, as, yeah, I played the beta too. I, I played the beta as a sorcerer. I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I started off with a rogue. Um, that one I'm, I'm actually disappointed in. They're not as much fun nope. as I thought they would be. Um, and I have a barbarian. But I like the Barbarian. The Barbarian's fun. But uh, um, I'll, I'll play through it all day long. I, I'll, 
constantly played through it yeah. because I, I just, there, there's a couple of different things. Like there's a, there's a certain level of challenge still there, mm-hmm. like that I like. And then there's also a certain level of mindlessness. Yeah. I mean, that enough. I like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, like it's hard to find a game that I can just be like, I want to veg. I don't want to like, Oh my God, he's about to do this. I got a quick Josh. Like, nope. I just run up to a group of monsters, start spamming fucking buttons and things die. And I'm like, all right, let's go to the next group. Th- that's what I call a podcast game. That's a game. That's for me. That's Subnautica. I, yeah. I put an earbud in, I turn on a podcast and I can mindlessly play Subnautica yep. for four or five hours. And I have a hard time finding those type of games. Yeah. For me, that's what this one is. That's mm-hmm. what Diablo has always been for me. I, I played Diablo one, as I said, hundreds of times. I, 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 I could not give you an actual firm number of how many times I beat that game. I remember I played that game all the way up to the point where that game was no longer compatible with computers. <laughs> like no joke. Yeah. It, because it, I, I just played it so much. I played Diablo two a lot too. And even when Diablo two came out, I was still playing Diablo one because I wanted to sit at my computer and watch TV and just click a mouse. Mm-hmm. Diablo 2, I had to get a little bit more involved. I had to use the keyboard and everything like that because up until recently, Diablo 1 and 2 were not on systems. Yeah, They have ported Diablo 2 onto a system. I don't like the port. Yeah. I'd much rather still play it on computer. That's but why I haven't picked it up because yeah. I'm like, I don't think this is going to work. They, they, they should have done a couple of different things yeah. and, and they, they chose not to, and that's their choice, whatever. But for me, it's not, it's not my ball of wax. Yeah. Um, and then like Diablo three, I played it on PC, but I also own it on switch, Xbox, PlayStation, because those are the, it, it's, it's that game. Like Diablo three, I have played it with every character and beaten it with every class five times Mm -hmm. because I'll, I'll just keep going. Yeah. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Um, like my very first one was a monk. She's the only one that I still have. Mm. That's the original character. I do a lot of season characters because they keep unlocked in more collectibles, which taps that fucking thing in my brain of like, Oh, this season, if you play through this, you get all this shit. Okay. (laughs) You win. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. pavlovian all the way buddy yep um and and so like it's the same thing here like i'm playing through it on ps5 and i have a blast man and and then like i i do appreciate certain factors that they brought into it like me and my wife play together well if she's done playing she can just drop out and i keep going yeah she wants to jump back in she can jump back in and i I'm, i'm good to go uh and 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 i'm like that too because i mean again right if you were like hey let's play i have a friend that's the husband of a friend of my wife's yeah he, he and i were talking a couple of weeks ago and he was like oh yeah i'm playing i'm enjoying it we exchanged gamer tags maybe thought about playing up our friend justin we've talked about you know him playing because he plays with his wife and like my uncle and my aunts she's kind of my aunt she's my uncle's girlfriend whatever but they're playing like like there are people that i could play with but like, I don't feel the need to message them and say, "Hey, do you guys want to play some Diablo 4? But if yeah. you guys were to message me and say, "Hey, we'll play some Diablo 4. Yeah, I'll move her back over. I'll jump in. I'll play with you. Yeah. I, I don't dislike playing it. Like, again, yeah, yeah. You know, take. But a it's sh- not something that you're going to go out of your way to play by yourself, right? And I don't feel compelled to finish it with the other characters. Yeah, kind of. For a me, thing. I absolutely would. Yeah, absolutely would. I want to see what every single one of them has to offer. 
um, like a little, little, I guess, uh, um, dessert onto <laughs> this, this podcast. Diablo has a phone game called Immortal. Mm-hmm. They just added a new character class into it called the Blood Knight. Oh, yeah. I want that class in this game. Okay. I think that'd be cool as fuck. <laughs> I'm actually really hoping that they do it, that they're probably like, they're just testing it out. Right. To see if people like this class. To see if and people like work, it. Yeah. But I'm, look, I'm like, I, I played the class a little bit on my phone while I was traveling last week. And holy crap, I want this on Diablo 4. <laughs> like, I would play the crap out of this class. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be a good challenge to one of the other classes that's kind of a Diablo classic type deal, mm. which we'll get into. But yeah, no, like I, I if you're a Diablo fan, if you're a fan oh God, of these yeah. like top down things, this like, well, what's the uh, Torchlight, Sacred? There, there's a couple of different oh, ones out these, there. Yeah, a little up. Um, if you're a fan of these, like this is a fun game and it brings a new approach into it. There are certain things that it, it rules out, right? Like in the previous Diablo games, even Diablo 3, to a certain extent, not completely, the world was randomly generated, mm-hmm. right? Like as you ran around, it, it pieced together different map parts. There were certain things that were staples that were always the same map over right. and over and over again. Diablo 2 did it the best. Every time you went out into the wild, it was something different. Yeah. Every time. It was a completely different map setup. You had to explore the whole thing to know it. This is not the case. Mm. It is a standard world map. It is a set world map, yeah. right? So, like, that I was kind of upset about. But for the most part, I love this game. Like, mm. I, 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 it, it, it hits all those nostalgic fandoms for me in the Diablo franchise that I'm just like, I'm good. Mm. Like, I do wish they had... A variety of classes mm-hmm. like i feel like they just kind of fell back on like hey these are our old go-tos right and, and that was it but like you know it is what it is and who knows like in today's age six months a year from now they oh, could they could totally yeah. drop a couple of new classes it's totally a cotton candy game for me it's light yeah. it's airy it's fluffy yeah like it's fun to dip into and it's fun you know you can jump out jump back in absolutely no, nothing real to it but just from completing it, I just I, I, I was left I was left feeling very undersatisfied. Yeah, you know, and, and full from disclosure, the, from the story. Full disclosure, I haven't beat it yet. Yeah, right. Uh, the farthest I've gotten is Act Three. I I'm on like the final boss of Act Three, um, and I haven't gotten much further than that. But like that's where a part of me is like I'm 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 enjoying it in that way of I don't need to go through the story there's like a bunch of side quests Mm -hmm. and and caves and dungeons and all this other shit that i can go through that have independent little story arcs and stuff like that that i'm enjoying um that like the main story though driving me right Mm -hmm. isn't the main thing driving me like i like exploring the world i like hunting down certain collectibles i like coming across certain world bosses and stuff like that and like those are cool yeah so i'm gonna keep doing that Mm -hmm. you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like where i'm at right now i i don't know much more past act three so just full disclosure on that i i haven't beaten the game yet so i don't know this the the full story arc or, or how i would feel once i beat the story i'd be like man that was it mm-hmm. like or i might be like oh okay i get it you know who knows uh, so far 
up to act three, I'm enjoying the storyline. Yeah. That that's what I can say at this point. So with that, let's uh let's get into it. Story spoilers. Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. So this takes place 50 years, 50, five zero years after the events of Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls. You play Bullshit. You play your character known as the Wanderer, uh, end up getting drugged by villagers, corrupted by Lilith. Lilith, for a little bit of backstory, because so, if you haven't read the books or don't know any of that crazy mythos, Lilith is basically, and Caleb's going to help me out here, is the mother of Sanctuary. Correct. And the daughter of Hatred. Correct. So she's the daughter of Mephisto. Correct. Um, and... So these villagers end up feeding you petals, which gives you a connection to her. You end up escaping them and you meet Lorath, who so is their blood petals, blood petals. Yes. Yes. So it, it, it's basically like Lilith's essence mm -hmm. mm. and coagulated blood and petals. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, they taste like cherries. They taste <laughs> You know, so no, I, that's funny because I literally was just thinking, you know, for Halloween, somebody is going to like oh, make jello Lilith petals. Oh, God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd eat them. Of course you would. Um, so you end up meeting Lorath, who's one of the last Haradrim, um, and explains basically the prophecy of Lilith's return. Uh, Anarius, who is an angel, a fallen angel or an angel living on Earth. Uh, he, fallen angel, I think, is the closest thing. Okay. So like Tyrael. Tyrion, when he fell to Earth, he was not an angel. Yeah. He was a mortal. Right. He stripped himself of being an angel. But angels can come and go to Earth. The thing with Anarius is he got basically, like, he chose to go to Sanctuary, Earth, mm -hmm. right? Uh, he chose to go um, to Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And because of the decisions while he that he made while there, he was outcast. So I consider him a fallen angel. Yeah. Because he's not allowed to go back. Yeah. He's an outcast angel. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, so he believes that he alone can, can, can fulfill the prophecy by killing Lilith, which will allow created. him. What? Go ahead. <laughs> which will allow him to return to heaven. You end up being aided by a young woman named Norelli. Uh, you end up entering the, sanct the sanctum of Rathma. Rathma! The, the first Nephilim and founder of the Necromancers. Honest to God, Rathma sounds like one of those monsters Godzilla fights. <laughs> <laughs> Rathma, please come back, Rathma! <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Uh, inside, Rathma's spirit reveals he, he had a key to hell. When Anarius demands the key from him, Rathma refuses and Anarius kills him. Lilith later finds the key. The Wanderer then journeys. Real quick. Yep. Super hard search on Anarius's part, by the way. <laughs> right. Because Anarius stabs Rathma with his staff and is like, fucking bitch. Lilith walks up and grabs the staff and like crushes it in her hand and is like, oh, look, a key. Oh, look at that. Like, Super good fucking, you know what? Way to hide it. He failed his perception skill there. <laughs> right? That was a nat one. <laughs> nat That's a one. total nat one. Mm -hmm. Oh, your, your inhaler's over there. You might want to take a hit off it, nerd. Just kidding. I love D&D, <sighs> too. Um, 
So you end up journeying to Skosglen. And by the way, the names of all of these places, fuck them, they're stupid. It's literally like somebody just spooned alphabet soup out and was like, yep, that'll work. I love them. <clears throat> so you journey to this place to meet another Haradrim, this one named Donin. Donin. Who had defeated a demon called Astaroth with the aid of two druids years before. Lilith corrupts the two druids to find Astaroth's prison and free him in exchange for safe passage through hell. Yep. Astaroth possesses Donan's young son, Yorin. Through the use of a soul stone. Who dies when the demon is defeated. Absolutely, which is typical for when people get possessed through by demons through soul stones. Yep. Donan recovers the soul stone used to trap Astaroth and prepares to alter it in order to trap Lilith. Astaroth. Astaroth. <laughs> okay. Sephiroth. Rejoining Lorath in the dry steps, the wanderer pursues Lorath's former apprentice, Elias... Elias. Who summoned Lilith to Sanctuary the through... The pale-faced one. The pale-faced guy from the beginning movie. Yeah. Awesome. Though Elias cannot be killed, uh, the Wanderer and Loranth retrieve an artifact called the Sightless Eye to discover Lilith's plan to summon the lesser evils to empower humanity against the prime evils. She Which also... What? Diablo, oh, yeah. Belial, and Mephisto. Yep. She also intends to consume the essence of her father, gross, Mephisto, while he is weak and uses power to conquer hell. Which they don't explain, but go right. ahead. Elias uses a witch named Tiasa, Tiasa as a vessel to summon Andriel, the Maiden of Anguish, who is defeated by the Wanderer. Are you keeping up with all of these names? The Wanderer is us. Well, yes. Thank you for picking the easiest one. You got it. <laughs> Seeking to break Elias's immortality, the Wanderer and Haradrim journey to the swamps of... Hawazar. Hawazar! Elias had claimed knowledge from an from an enchanted tree of whispers. Fucking stupid. This whole thing, this whole tree whisper, of whispers whisper, is whisper, stupid. Whisper, whisper, whisper. But failed to pay the price, which is his own head for that knowledge. Because basically the way that it works is like, ask us the, the questions three and give us your head at the end of it. But it's not when you ask the question and get the answer. It's when you die. Because that comes in later. Learning that Elias has contained his life essence in his own severed finger, the Wanderer destroys it before finally defeating Elias. The spirit of the tree then claims his head. From the tree, Lariath learns of a gateway to hell beneath the city of Caladrum. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I'm keeping track here. Right. The Wanderer asks the question, gets the answer, kills Elias, then the tree gets its head? Gets your head? So... You die? No. So. <laughs> You're decapitated, though. <clears throat> Am I a shrunken head hanging from a, a tree of whispers? No, you are not. Damn it. No, you are not. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> but uh, you learned that Elias learned how to become immortal by asking the tree. And it was like, well, if I'm immortal, I have to give you my head when I die. But I'm immortal. So you'll never get my head until you go and break his break. You destroy his finger. You Black break drum. his immortality and kill him. And then. A raven comes and takes his head. Eh, it is all right. Oh, so it's not the wanderer's head that gets taken. It's Elias's head. Right. So the way that works is you go to the Tree of Whispers. You yeah. say, hey, 
what is the answer of two plus two? And the tree goes, fish, I will tell you the answer. But when you die, I get your head and you go, okay. okay. And they're like four. And you're like, great. You turn around, stub your toe and die because you're a wizard in D and D. And this, ra- oh no, my six hit point. This raven comes, cuts off your head, and then hangs it from this tree of whispers. Is it shrunken? No, it's it doesn't like. So here's the thing: you can't like super zoom in a whole wow. lot. Like you, there's like a zoom in and then like a zoom out. And even in the zoom in, it doesn't look like it. Sh- but like all the heads of this tree are fucking annoying as hell. There's like they have all got a wacky personality. One is like a laughy one, and one is a stoic one, and one's the female one. Gotcha. And it's gotcha. Obnoxious. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> so from so Lorath <laughs> then learns from the tree of a gateway to hell beneath the city of Caladrum open, opened using Rathmus Key. You go there, the wanderer def- you defeat another lesser lesser evil, Duriel, the Lord of Pain. Anarius goes ahead into hell to confront Lilith, who ends up killing him. Donan is mortally wounded, and Lorath remains behind, leaving you and Norelli to pursue Lilith to Mephesto's cathedral in hatred. Mephesto himself, having appeared as a bloodied wolf throughout the journey, urges them to focus on Lilith. But Norelli chooses to use the Soul Stone to contain Mephisto instead, believing him to be the greater threat. The Wanderer then faces Lilith and defeats her, As she dies, Lilith warns that without her, there could be no victory over the primevals. With both creators of Sanctuary dead, the party return home. Norelli ventures off on her own with the Soul Stone, knowing the primevals are coming and hoping to find a way to defeat them for good. Meaning, at the end of this game, you kill Lilith, who, like, has this big plan of bringing up the lesser evils to destroy the prime evils. But while all that goes on, you capture Mephisto in a soul stone that Norelli takes off and Lorath trades, uh, makes a bargain with the tree of whispers that when he dies, he will, he will give them his head, but he got the knowledge to go after her. Okay. That's it. Like that's, and that's the game. So this is, so uh, no, I, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, and, and I understand where your frustration comes from because I'm I'm, I'm a little confused myself. Mm-hmm. Right? You said this takes place 50 years after the expansion of the third game. Right. To me, this really sounds like something that should have been like a prequel. Yep. Right. Like. Yep. Wouldn't it make more sense if it came before Diablo One? Yes. Because, like, quick rundown. Five, you know, my 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 five minute dialogue. Oh, I will time you. Diablo one. You are the son of a king who comes back, finds out your dad went mad because your little brother got kidnapped by his right hand man who then turned him into Diablo. So you descend into the nine hells, kill Diablo, find out that he's trapped in a soul stone, which is what turned your brother into Diablo. So you jam it into your own head. Diablo two. You then turn into the Dark Wanderer, who then travels across the plains because Diablo's soul, who you have been containing with inside yourself for like, what, 20 years or some shit like that, is now kind of starting to breach out and like corrupt your mind and is convincing you to go out and search for his brothers, the other two prime evils, Belial and Mephisto. You are chasing after him. You're always one step behind. You find out that he's already released Belial. You have no idea what happened to him because Belial was trapped in an angel 
They thought they could contain him. And they chained the angel to a giant stone, right? Right. And then you go after Mephisto and Diablo. You defeat them both and destroy both of their soul stones. Thus defeating them. Yes. All right. Now, expansion, Lord of Destruction. Belial, you have found out, is going towards the World Mountain, where the World Stone is, World Soul Stone, basically, and he is trying to corrupt it. So you go after him. You end up interacting with a bunch of barbarians. You fight your way to the top of the mountain through his demon hordes, and you kill him and destroy his Soul Stone. But he's already corrupted the World Stone, so you destroy the World Stone. Thus... destroying all magic in sanctuary Mm -hmm. and the ability to do anything thereforth. But let's fucking ignore all that because now we got Diablo three. We have Nephilim first mention of them in any of the games. Nephilim Nephilim are the children of angels and demons, right? You through your friendship with Deckard Cain, find out that there is a great evil coming because you have destroyed the three prime evils the lesser seven evils of hell are now trying to not only take over hell, but also take over sanctuary. Mm -hmm. So then your goal is to stop them. So you plan on trapping them in the dark soul stone, which with the use of from the witch from the very first game who you find out fucked the dark wanderer and produce this cool ass chick who was like the niece of Deckard Cain, the greatest character ever invented in any video game. Fight me on it. I'll fucking beat your ass because, you know, he taught me so much because I stayed a while and I listened. And he dies. Sad moment. Tear, tear. Mm. Tyrael becomes human to fight alongside you because the angels are like, nope, this isn't our war. This mm. isn't our shit. We're not doing this, right? You, He helps you trap the lesser demons inside the soul stone. Trickery... Your your mother, witch lady, who was always sided with Diablo, then says, bitch, you're Diablo now, and shoves that shit inside of her daughter, and she becomes Lady Diablo. You kill her, Black Soulstone falls to Earth, Tyriel finds it, recreates the Haradrum, they go to hide it, the Angel of Death shows up, kills what Haradrum are there, does not specify that it was all the Haradrum, Tyrael's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, gaining power. Cuts the soul stone in half, absorbs all of the essences of all the demons and all that shit that you trapped inside of it. You then go and whoop his ass, thus destroying all of it permanently. And now we have Diablo 4, where it's supposed to take place 50 years after. Yeah, that was only four minutes. Good job. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. That is that is what that says. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what's crazy to me. Yeah. Because through this storyline, it would make more sense that okay, I just trapped Mephisto Soulstone, mm-hmm. right? So we have this game take place 50, 80, 100 years before Diablo 1. Yeah. Right? And in that interim, we could fill in the gap where the other two primevals get trapped in Soulstones. Diablo Soulstone ends up in Tristram. Right. Yep. And then you spin off with Diablo one. Yeah. And and there you go. Like, but now it kind of feels like everything that happened, like it. Time is secular. <clears throat> like, that's what it feels like in this. Yeah. We defeated everything, including death itself. And it reset everything. So, yes, it's 50 years after those events, but it kind of like reset time. Yeah. The primevals are back. There's a quest line in it where you go. And you like 
get the blessings from the three prime evils. But I'm like, they're dead. Mm. They're fucking dead. And then you find out the bloody wolf's Mephisto. And I was like, I smashed you into tiny bits with a special hammer on a super magical anvil. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck are you here? Yeah. Deckard Cain and Tyrael both told me, you do this, he dies. <laughs> I did it. You dead. Well, clearly not. You, you can't get rid of prime evil, apparently. <laughs> I well, you can't get rid of Lilith either. She's the daughter of hatred. It, well, and that's and that's part of it, right? Is like for me, all of it. I'm like, if we're gonna talk about angels and demons and heaven and hell and all of this magic sorcery crap, like none. Like, why can't Deckard Cain come back? Why can't we get like him reincarnated as somebody else? Like. Why tell me that something is finite and infinite and done when it's not? When clearly, clearly it is not. not. Yeah, like, clearly it's like, not. And and again, this is that is the one thing that I will say it really upsets me about this whole like story arc that we're going here. And I was a little upset with it in Diablo three too because I was like after the end of two, right? Mm-hmm. I know that was a very confusing time. Diablo three two. Diablo three two. <clears throat> um, Diablo three as well. There you go. Um, because after two, like how do the Nephilim exist? Like they would still exist, right? Like a child being born from an angel and a demon would still exist, but the special properties that come with the Nephilim would no longer exist. Right. Right. Or they, they should explain it away somehow, but because they're not empowered, like the first two games, you're empowered by the magic in the world Mm -hmm. because you're not powered by the magic in the world. You're empowered by inherent abilities, by your parents, yeah. you could still have it. Like I just explained it away, yeah. and that could, Deckard could have easily explained that to me in third before he died. Yeah, fucker. Yeah, um, but mm-hmm. like in this one, mm-hmm. we're not Nephilim. I know we're not Nephilim. We're never referred to as Nephilim. Nephilim were never brought up except for Rathma. And if you read the books, there was a purge of Nephilim. Inarius. When he takes over Mm -hmm. and he creates the prophecy, because the Inarius creates the prophecy to be the savior. He rewrites everything, knowing full well what he did is not going to trap Lilith forever. Eventually, somebody's going to free her, and he's going to need to defeat her. So he creates this whole thing to basically try and buy his way back into heaven, Mm -hmm. right? Which nobody's having none of it. No. Like, none of it, right? Um. So he creates this whole church, right? And basically says, like, I'm going to be our savior, right? Yeah. Um, When he does that, he purges the world of Nephilim in the books. And I, I may be wrong there. Anybody who, who's read more books than me or understands that a little bit more, like, please correct me, right? But, like, that's my understanding of it is <clears throat> there was a purge of the Nephilim. So you're not a Nephilim. It's, you're never called the Nephilim or anything like that, right? I, uh, from what I can remember. Yeah, from I, what I can I'm run. telling you, like, at least up to Act 3, nobody went, yeah. you're a fucking Nephilim. Wow, I bashed that fucking microphone away. I yeah, was pissed. You did. Yeah, you did. Fuck uh, this thing. <laughs> fuck this thing. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, nobody said that to me. Right. So uh, all I can speak of is to that point. Like, I know for certain nobody calls me a Nephilim. Yeah, and I was so zoned out on the story by, like, by Act 3 because, I, because honestly, this was my journey, right? Yeah. My, my journey was I know that I get a horse. I know that I get a horse in Act 4. Well, I want to explore this big old huge map. I'm going to just... Put, I want a motherfucking horse. Yeah, I'm gonna push through to till like, I get a horse, and then I'm gonna go and I'm going to explore the world. Yeah. And by the time I got there, I was like, oh, like 
we're just kind of running in circles, chasing our tails. I don't feel really compelled to do much. And yeah. now I'm going to like, okay, cool. Like I'll go and I'll do some exploring. And my only hope <sighs> is maybe that they're doing all of this to set up more. Uh, yeah. You know, it could very easily be because it, like, like uh, there should be. We now have Mephisto trapped in a soul stone. The other two prime evils knowing because that they're at their ultimate power when the three of them are together. Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe that's it. Like they weren't actually destroyed, but dispersed. Right. Right. Like I, I I'm just, I'm, I'm speaking hypothetically right. here for, from what I know, like I, I'm actually a pretty big religion buff. Um, I like a lot of, religious mythologies and stuff like that, which is part of the reason why I've always loved Diablo because they've created and incorporated a lot of different things mm -hmm. into it. Um, but that, that, that could be exactly it. Like a, a part of it. And then like one of these underlying things that I've always felt like is there are certain necessities. You always have to have good. You always have to have evil. Yeah. So you have the primary good and you have the primary evil. Like, I don't feel like Tyrael could ever die, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Tyrael, like, th th there's just a couple of things where I'm like, Blizzard, who dropped the ball on this? You have books, you have games that literally state for hundreds of years, Tyrael has been aiding and running the secret society known as the Haradrim. Why is it for 50 years mm -hmm. with no major concerns of evil? Mm -hmm. Has he not been rebuilding? Like, why do we have the last of the Haradrum? Right. Why couldn't he just be, I'm the Haradrum in this area. We need to go to this area to speak to the other Haradrum. Yeah. I like, I remember that that was how all the D3 was about was like, you're her, you're an Ephilim. We're the Haradrum. We're going to band together and we're going to fight this. And there's a bunch of us. Yep. And, and like that's what I'm saying. Like now we're down to two, yeah, three, something like that. Yeah. Like, like, and what the fuck. This man? is my biggest problem with this game is that I like mindless podcasty games. Yeah. That's what D3 was for me. The story yeah. was nice and fun. Lots of colorful areas to explore. Yeah. I could jump in and I could mindlessly explore. But for this, I don't have the fun of exploring or going run just running through the game or leveling yeah, yeah. up my character and doing all that extra stuff. I don't have any other fun with that because the story to me was so just janky. Like, yeah. Like, like I never, I never felt like we got a really cool, crazy climax. Like I, there's a whole cut scene where Anarius and Lilith are in the same room and they're talking and, sh and she's like, you were my husband and he was our child. And I'm like, when the hell did you two get together? Because I don't have that deep of knowledge. So well, for they, they do, they do state in act one that Rathma is the child of Anarius and Lilith. fucking when i mean i must have been like talking i mean i must have looked at my phone or something because that came out of the blue I, she oh. did say rathma was her son and i was yep. like okay fine that's totally cool Well, and there's there's little scenes when you're running through where anarius is talking to rathma and he's like i will not give you the key my father and stuff like that so like ah, he calls him dad and stuff like I must that. Have there, there's a couple out. of different like they're little things that are implied by it but i can see what you mean like it wasn't a relevant enough thing. Yeah. It just, it, it felt so. And like I said, when, by the time I get to the end, I beat Lilith and I was like, well, that there's a whole other issue that I have to deal with. I guess we'll go do that now. No credits roll. 
oh, I know what's coming. Expansion pack. Screw you guys. 100%, like, dude. Uh, I just, it just. How did you not see that from the get go? Uh, well, I, I was say, I was expecting I a complete say, story. I will say, <clears throat> up until this, every game has been. Well, no, I shouldn't say that because Diablo two. Mm. When you beat Diablo two, you know that Belial is still out there, right? Okay. Like you know he's he's out there. He is free. He is no longer trapped. Like, like but does that happen as a direct result of your actions in that game? uh yes and no like is there a quest where you go and release him no 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 what what basically happens is you're chasing down the wanderer you find out that he's searching for the tomb of belial Mm -hmm. you're trying to stop him from getting there and releasing belial but by the time you show up he's already done it okay but the what's the main what's the main plot of the second one chasing down the wanderer chasing down the wanderer and when you find out that the wanderer is diablo and he's releasing his brothers it is stopping diablo and his brothers okay so so like you fight diablo and then like are you you i can't remember which one you fight first uh-huh. it's, it's it's been a while okay uh you but you fight mephisto and diablo and you get their soul stones and then you're like, okay, I have two of the three soul stones, right? And right. they're like, we're still trying to locate Belial. Okay. But until we can find Belial and find out where he has gone, because he's a crafty son of a bitch. Right. You know, I think uh, Belial's the Lord of Lies mm. or something like that. Um. And uh, so he's like, you know, we're trying, but mm. while we're looking for that, let's destroy these two. So you need to go here get this hammer then bring the hammer and these two soul stones to this anvil Mm -hmm. and like uh, yeah you fight mephisto first because as you're going toward the anvil diablo tries to stop you you fight diablo kill diablo then you take his soul stone and mephistos and destroy him and that's when you think like okay now i'm gonna go after belial and the game and, ends. And the game ends. See, that would piss. That would have pissed me off. Yeah, that would piss me off. Like and this then, piss, pisses me off. Then they release because now they're just redoing Lord of Destruction, be- which is where you go out. Because now they're just redoing the second one. It's go and kill Lilith. Go and kill Lilith. Go and kill Lilith. Oh, by the way, Mephisto's stone is with Nefali. Okay, we killed Lilith. Oh shit, Nef- Nerelli ran off with Mephisto's soul stone. Well, cool. Let's go get her credits fuck you <laughs> i'm even more mad now <laughs> sorry buddy no it's fine like but that, that so like but they have done it now diablo Doesn't 3 on okay. the other hand right and diablo 1 it was a complete storyline right like when diablo 3 ended i was like they could build off of it because diablo 3 ends with the soul stone falling to earth mm-hmm. right and you don't know what's gonna happen right there, right so you're like, okay, now they can create another game or an expansion where we're going to go after the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the main purpose of it. The main purpose of it was to stop, like, it, it kind of evolved, but you were trying to stop the prime evils from doing it. So you were collecting them into this dark Soul Stone. Yeah. And then it turned into, like, nope, we brought back Diablo, bitches, with titties. <laughs> and so now it was like, okay, kill Diablo before 
he she destroys everything right i i will say i give props lilith's character looks amazing oh, like yeah. like and i mean like you know all, all the lady damasco stuff from Fucking resident evil village like she looks really good like she's yeah. really creepy when she first comes out then they kind of give her some clothing kind of stuff but like you see her she doesn't look the same in the cutscene as she does for the rest uh, of the game yeah i wish she kind they kind of matched more of the cutscene. yeah i do but she looks good i like her different color eyes like so like in the cutscene, she's like transparent mm-hmm. almost, and so it does make sense because it's like the cutscene's supposed to be she's born again, right? And like you know that's that's and a, now she's like yeah, she's, like, she looks fine though. Yeah, no, I, no, she's still creepy. Like when you first yeah. see her, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm I'm very excited to see all the mommy Lilith stuff that I'm sure inevitably oh, is, oh it's gonna come out. is coming out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, okay. So the story, whatever. Um, you and I both played rogues. Yep. Um, Very we, disappointing. We also both branched off and made a sorceress. Uh, I had more fun. You but wasn't as cool as like Diablo threes. Right. You did a barbarian, and I did a druid. I had a lot more fun with a barbarian. Yeah. A lot more fun with a barbarian. The druid I thought was also pretty cool. I like the fact that I walked up to something and went. <laughs> And it squished into a pile of two. Yeah. Uh, the druid, it made me feel cool. Yeah. Well, like the druid, it's basically like, do you want werebear or werewolf? And I was like, well, I'm going all wolf stuff here. Yeah. And like, wife went wolf as well. Yeah. And like, that was like, that was a lot of fun. I, yeah. like I said, the sorcerer, I had a lot of fun with that. I, I, and I'm, and I did my best not to compare it to D3 too, too much. Um, but I had a lot of fun, but you're right. Like the rogue super felt super lackluster. Yeah. Um, they did away with the companions from D three. I liked yeah. that you could have a companion and you could change them up. You could have a guy that heals. You could have a magic girl. You yeah. know, there were variations that you could use they had companions in D two as well. Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, they had them like you would each area, like the Amazonian area. And oh, stuff okay. Like that. Like they would get like once you kind of like mostly completed it, yeah. they're like, we're going to have, you know, you can hire a, a companion. And so if the companion died, you would just hire, hire a new one. one. Yeah. yeah. And like there are certain like, you know, uh, mission specifics where you will get a companion, you know, Lorath follows you around during with you. Yeah. yeah. Like it happens. They're useless. It, well, they're the, useless in it. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. They're absolutely useless. Like they did not help me whatsoever. Really? Like mm-hmm. they didn't even really help as a distraction, which yeah. really pissed me off. Cause I'm like, then why the fuck are you here? Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, like I said, there's a horse totally for the most part useless because by the time you get it, the game is like three quarters of the way over. You don't really need it because it's easy to walk to places and avoid all the mm-hmm. fights. And then you can fast travel, you know, between all the towns all that you need towns, to, yeah. you know, there's not a super ton of stuff there. I, I mean, I like the, the, I like the customization. I like the cosmetic stuff. They've yeah. got, they've got the transmog thing. So you can look however you want to look, regardless of what piece of armor you're wearing, which they've, they've incorporated to, uh, microtransactions well yeah and i i will admit like i did spend like 20 bucks and i got some because there was like a cool horse set that i wanted um, i uh i got the uh the baby wolf oh uh, yeah and i got that go. set yeah because i was like i get to carry around a baby wolf yeah fuck yeah. yeah and it doesn't matter what character i get to carry around a baby wolf yeah i like that that's cool yeah that's um cool. you know i like the way that they did the skills like instead of like how in um like d3 where it was basically just like, you know, here's a list. Pick from them. Pick from it. This yeah. is more like you, you start with like 
basic skills and then yeah. you get core skills and then you get defensive skills and yeah. then you get this kind of skill and then you get like an ultimate ability. Yeah. And that, and I liked that because it, it really gave you the ability because everything you can see. But the bad part is, and this is what I hate because my original rogue build, mm-hmm. right, was all ranged. Right. But here I am at the boss of the third act and with my range build, I cannot solo him. Yeah. The rogues were like each class has a primary tree, basically, of like, this is the stuff that you should stick with because mm-hmm. this is how you're going to be able to beat through this game. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, why give me options when like my options don't provide me a a, a valid ability to beat a boss? Mm-hmm. Like. I should not have to team up with people. Right. Like that was one of the beautiful things about Diablo. And I kind of feel like with my rogue in order to get past the boss on the third act, I have to team up with somebody Yeah. to beat him. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. You know, like uh, there there's, and they have it in some of the dungeons too. They call them raid dungeons because there is no way as a solo player that you're going to be able to beat those. You have to be in a group. Like there's fucking one. Butcher. Oh, the butcher. When the butcher shows up. But anyway, as but you were there, saying. There's one with a spider. Like mm. the in boss is a spider. She summons uh, like three medium spiders and like four of those dudes that explode and, and give you like All the little ten spiders. baby spiders. Yeah. You can quickly get so overwhelmed with the add-ons. Mm-hmm. That there's there's just no way, and I mean like I've tried several different mechanics with with several different characters to to try and beat this thing solo, mm-hmm. and even everything that I see online is like no, you you have to have a group, you have to have at least one other person to help you manage the ads Jeez. while you deal damage to her, and to me that's that's my point where I'm like, this is where you'll fail with me mm-hmm. like this is where you will lose me as a player and i'll just go back to playing d3 yeah because i don't want to sit there and be like well my buddy's not going to be able to hop online until nine o'clock so i guess i'll just fuck around for three hours mm-hmm. until he can hop online and then help me through this one boss yeah like come on that's dumb yeah you know that's my biggest gripe other than that i actually really love the game I, I, as I said, I wish there was more classes. Like, I feel like that we went, we went way back to like some basic shit. Mm-hmm. And the worst one, of course, being the necromancer. Oh. I really wish they would just get rid of the necromancer. The, the I, I don't care what they do to it. Necromancers, just as as they are, you know, are just so fucking op. <laughs> they really are. They're ridiculous, and they always have been. Since D2, when they got originally, like, I remember running around in D2 and some guy having, like, fucking 50 goddamn skeletons (laughs) following him around. And then, like, you challenge them to a duel because you could could do that. Yeah. And they accepted, and it was literally like, go, dead. What the fuck just happened? (laughs) All 50 of his skeletons just cast Frostbolt at your ass, and it doesn't matter what the fuck you are, that just destroys you yeah and it's the same thing here like i'm running around and i'll i easily i can tell when a necromancer starts approaching because system everything bogs down. starts to bog down <laughs> and then all of a sudden here comes this necromancer running by with like 20 things following it and i'm like what 
the fuck? Yeah. Like, how is that fun? So easy for, for me, it's it, it's not right. Well, like, the, but yeah. And but I'm just like, dude, I I, I say I don't enjoy playing a necromancer class. I don't have a problem with people who do, but I understand your point that it's kind of easy mode. Yeah. You know, I've always liked, I, again, I did the demon hunter in D three. I immediately picked the rogue for the beta and yeah. I started with the rogue when the game came out, but I like, I like some of the abilities of the sorcerer. I like the, you know, in D three, you get like a fucking infinite laser beam that you can shoot. Yeah. You don't get something like you. That the, was the, cool. the closest thing you get to that in this is you get a, you get, uh, like a fire spell like a gout of fire shoots out yeah. that's kind of cool it's not a fucking laser beam like come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know in the D void beam yeah in yeah, d3 cool. my demon hunter i have an ability where i like do a summer like do like flips. back flips and, and i like jumble around the area shooting arrows in this nothing like that yeah and i'm yeah. like they're like what the heck like i yeah. don't feel like a bad ass person no. No. And like, I, and that's why I'm saying, like, I wish they would incorporate different classes mm -hmm. because you've incorporated like the druid we've had in two and now four. Yeah. The necromancer we've had in two, three and four. Yep. The uh, barbarian we've had in two, three and four. Mm -hmm. The um, where's my paladin? The, the rogue mm -hmm. <sighs> demon hunters close oh, to yeah. it. Um, but like the, the Amazon is close to it as well because like the Amazon had traps and shit like mm -hmm. that in D2. The rogue has traps and shit in D3. So it, it, it's a very similar class, not exact, but it, it's similar. And then like, that's, that's it. Yeah. Y y you know, like, yeah, there's no, there's no paladin, you know, mm -hmm. and there's no, there's no just base fighter or whatever. Like, I guess that would be your barbarian. But even then, it's like, give me, I don't know, like, what happened to the monk? Mm -hmm. I liked the monk. The monk was cool. Yeah. You know, and it was different. And granted, there was a monk in D1 because there's an expansion for the first Diablo. Mm -hmm. And the only thing the expansion adds is a monk. Mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you had the monk, yeah. you know? But like, yeah, in, in Diablo 1, you had a fighter. Mm -hmm. You had a sorcerer and you had an Amazon. Yep. And then the monk, if you got the expansion and that's it. Yeah. And you kind of kept with those classes, but let's, let's, I don't know, mix it up a little bit. Again, where's my paladin in D4? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's this, it's the class that makes the most sense. You're fighting demons. Give me a holy warrior. Right. Whatever. Right. Anyway. Ah, that's it. That's all I got for it. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm not saying don't play it. It's not. It, it, this game isn't changing. I'm saying absolutely play it. Like, if you like Diablo, you're going to fucking love this game. Like, yep. it's got a lot of good stuff to it. It looks a hell of a lot better than D3 does. The, anim the characters look great. Uh, I think it's uh, pretty close. No. Yeah. Close my ass. You boot up D3 yeah. and you look at your character and then boot up D4. They look fucking fantastic. Uh, they do look fantastic. Yeah. A lot uh, better than D3. I, I think D3's close. Uh, you are so sorely i'm gonna take screenshots and text them to you i know you will. um but i again like is it worth the money this is chris mad yeah <laughs> well okay you know what i take that back because there was one more thing i want to say i'm mad that i beat the game and there's like tons of areas on the map i haven't gone to yet there's like a whole southern section you don't go to oh really yeah like i oh, said like fun. there's so much of my map that is uncovered and i so beat are you the sure game. you're done i've i have completed are you positive i completed the main story there you go side quests regardless 
Yeah. Why is there some? This is what we had a problem with in Hogwarts Legacy. Well, we Why is it there's one quest that gives me that southern part of the map, and there's like two things to do there? Yep. Why? That's Why? It. That's it. It's the same thing. Why is it that this whole area is unexplored for me? Now I got even more upset with Hogwarts Legacy because they're well, like, we're not doing any DLCs. We're not going to do an expansion. We're not. We're we're not adding on to this game in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it is what it is, right? But this one. They may do that. And they've actually already said they plan on doing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. There's a whole other thing. So anyway, so it's it's good. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. It, it may or may not sustain you for ages or not. But in my personal opinion, D3 is, is better than this one in almost every aspect. Except for the cool one. <laughs> So thank you all very much for listening. Uh, don't forget, go to our Patreon. You can sign up there. Tier levels. You can hear the unedited version of this. And don't forget, you can go to our Facebook page. You can go to our email, no tokens required at hotmail.com. You can send us your comments, your questions, your concerns, all that good stuff. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Stay tuned. Next episode, we're going to give you our initial thoughts of Final Fantasy 16. So that'll be kind of interesting. Caleb, you looking forward to that? Yep. That's all you got. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Dallas. So tell me, G-Man, you like it here in the big world? Sure. Thrilled. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game, game on. on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for you to continue no part of this podcast can be used in any way without written authorization from the required.